This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He's got a new book out, No Excuses, is the title. Legendary Oklahoma coach Bob Stutes joins us now. Hey, Coach, Taz of the Moose with you. Thanks for a couple minutes this morning. Coach, what's up? Hey, hey nothing, man. Not good to be with you guys, uh, Taz and Moose. I love those two well, there you go. Uh, you know, Coach, you, know, you, you look at it, you know, uh, certainly, you know, everyone loves and, and you're, uh, you know, had so much success on, on the college level. Uh, you know, you need the talent, you need the players, but what do you think, you know, your greatest attribute was as a head coach? What led to all the success you had? Oh, man, uh, I think just connecting with my players and my coaches, uh, you know, and what we wanted to do and, and – uh, um, you know, just having a clear message and the connection there uh, between the uh, players and coaches, I, I think, as much as anything. I, you know, just there's nothing better than the relationship with your, uh, you know, with your guys, with your players. Coach, I'm, I'm sure, Coach, I'm assuming that, uh, you know, all the years, uh, like Moose said, all the success you had and all the, all the great players you had and, and maybe medium-level players or not great players, they were still your guys no matter how good bad they were. But I'm sure you had to deal with – I mean, dealing with <laughs> – it's crazy, right? De- you, know, you, you made your living dealing with these young guys, 18, 19, 20-year-old guys. And, yes, you know, you know, they could make some mistakes. So you always seem to keep guys in line. I mean, at times I'm sure it was, it was tough, but um, – Probably some of that you don't miss, I'm sure, right? Dealing with some of that, right? I'm no, sure. You have... Well, you, you, you know what? Oddly, you do miss it. You just enjoy, uh, you know, those guys at that age are, are so much, uh, so funny. All the energy, uh, uh, all, all the different things they do. Uh, they were, you know, it, it's fun. Right. Uh, and you're right. You know what? You, you, you have the problems here or there that, you know, that are difficult, but that's 1% of it. Uh, most of the time, though, these guys, I tell the story about Tommy Harris, you know, All-American lineman and first-round draft pick yep. lineman. One day I get a note on my desk. It was the start of it was the start of fall camp, and I figured his dad would always hug me. His dad was Tommy uh, Harris Senior, and he would always hug me and say, "Coach, I'm praying for you, and I love you." You know, I'm like, "Yeah, he's great, great guy." So I, I get a pink slip on my. Uh, desk and it said I stopped by to see you. Um, you know I love you and I'm praying for you, Tom Harris. Mm. And I'm, so I figured it was a, you know his dad always said that to me. So I, I go out to practice uh, the next morning and I tap Tommy on the foot and I go, Hey, I got a nice note from your dad. Uh, I had a pink slip on my my desk that said, yeah. uh, I, you know, he stopped by to say I love you and I'm praying for you. And Tommy, I see him; he doesn't say anything. And he uh, he's smiling, and, and he says, "Coach, that wasn't my dad. That was me." That's great. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's and I'm awesome. like, man, this, these guys are unbelievable. And then I I winked at him. I go, "Any special reason you're praying for me?" <laughs> 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 uh, but you know, uh, those are the kind of things that you just you know, it's priceless, man. That you know, there's this big old monster D lineman. Yeah. You know yeah. that that stops by to tell me that. You know. That's awesome. 
You know, Coach, yeah. when did it hit you uh, when you were coaching at Oklahoma that there was going to be this transformation in the college game, the Big 12, in terms of being more offensive than defensive? You know, uh, I, I can't say when it actually uh, – you know, we were one of the first to ever do the wide-open spread attack. You know, we, we I hired Mike Leach from – Kentucky uh, to run the air raid offense in 99 when I took the job and then it spread after that when Mike then Mike left me at Oklahoma to become the head coach at Texas Tech and little by little you know just every year there'd be another guy branch out and another guy I can't say I can really pinpoint when I really realized you know maybe five six years ago that look this is this isn't going away and everybody's learning to throw the football so efficiently and so well that uh, it's not stopping, you know. It just, it's so hard to deal with people that can throw it, spread the field and throw it so efficiently and throw it so well. Uh, Coach, you know, uh, Moose and I were talking earlier a lot about, not to drag into this, I just want to get your viewpoint on a player uh, that you know well, but we were talking about, I'm sure you heard the comments Rex Ryan's made Rex Ryan made about, about Baker Mayfield saying he's a one-read quarterback and he's extremely overrated and all this jazz. I just want to get your view, your breakdown of Baker, you know, of him as a player. And I know he's, he's so young in his NFL career right now, but, you know, just, just if you could just break him down a little bit for us. I mean, the type of guy he is and the type of player he is in any way you'd like to. Well, there's a larger sample size a year ago where he played more than a couple of games, two or three games. You know, he, he had a big sample size last year, and, and Rex or no one else was saying that about him after about six games last year. Right. So that, that's, what we, day, that's what we, well, you just said, Moose, my partner was saying earlier, exactly what you just said. He wasn't, Rex wasn't saying that last year, exactly what we were saying here. And, and you know, last year it wasn't one or two games. It was it was a half of a season and played really well. It was, you know, came close to maybe even getting in the playoffs. So the bottom line is he's that kind of guy. He's a winner. He's got a great arm. Uh He's incredibly smart, bright guy uh, that can make more than one read. Um, you know, so it's just, you know, no one in this league, uh, the NFL or the college, collegiate level, whatever, does it alone. So, you know, I think he's going to continue to do well. Baker's got, you know, he's got the smarts, he's got the toughness, he's got the attitude, he's got the talent, the arm talent to do whatever any and, and a successful NFL coach uh, player is doing out there. He can do it. Um, so uh, I'm just anxious to see him the rest of the year. I think he'll do well. Coach, when you, when you look back on your 18 years in Norman leading the Sooners, is there a game, a team, a, a, a play? Is there something you think back on the most? Oh, gosh. I, I You know, it's hard to get away from the uh, 2000 National Championship run. Um, you know, we had Kansas State, uh, Texas, and Nebraska all in a row. And then we beat, you know, uh, Texas 63-14. And then we beat number one in the country, uh, Nebraska 31-14. You know, and our, all our fans stormed the field. And that was one, you know, that was one that was really special, that whole run and up to the national championship. Coach, I got to ask you, what, so what's the deal? You grew up, you came up, uh, you know, as a young guy in Youngstown, Ohio. What is in the water with the coaches? I mean, like, it's all these great coaches. All you guys come out of Youngstown all these years. <laughs> like, is there something in the water there or what? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of coaches that through that area. You know, I think we grew up with, uh, for sure, just great head coaches from a young age. 
Um, you know, guys that, uh, you know, grew up with, you know, high school coaches that were really special. Yeah, we're here. It's the bad okay. connection. We got you, though. But, um, you know, uh, just a bunch of guys, even, you know, the Eddie DeBartlow Jr., Eddie DeBartlow's from our high school, the DeBartlow family. Uh, I was talking earlier, uh, Ray Boom Boom Mancini, you know. Yeah, boxer, yeah, the world sure. For three Boss. years. Yep, yep. He's, he grew up on our block when we went to grade school and high school together. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so it's just, uh, you know, it's just kind of a tough, rough area, but, but, but really great, great place to grow up and, uh, you know, little small neighborhoods that we all hung out together and we take our street of guys, go over and play another street of guys and tackle football or yeah, yeah. basketball, yeah. whatever it was. So it, it was a great, great place to grow up. Uh, coach, uh, did you think, uh, you know, when you, when you step down as Sooner coach and Lincoln Riley takes over, obviously you thought very, very highly of him. Did you think he would be, you know, this successful this soon? I did, mm. and it was really part of the reason I had the feeling to go ahead and I was able to step away because I knew the program wouldn't, you know, would continue to do well and go forward uh, in a positive way, not, not be hurt in any way. And otherwise, I, you know, after you put so much time and effort in the building set, you said I wanted to, you know, something, it not to be what you wanted to be. And uh, so I, uh, I, was, I, I thought it would uh, continue to do well. Final one for you, Coach. XFL, getting involved a little bit. Uh, tell me, tell us a little bit about decision to join the XFL. What fans should expect from the XFL February of 2020? You know, I, I think it's going to be really exciting. Uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of really great football players. You think of the last five guys let go from every NFL team. That's a bunch of really good football players. Right, right. And and uh, so I, I really believe we got great, you know, uh, great leadership in our commissioner all over luck. And, you know, uh, owners, uh, Taz would know Vince McMahon. Yes, of course. And, yeah. uh, you know, so I, I think we're going to be in great shape. We've had very um, – we've already got uh, great TV contracts in place with national broadcasts on ESPN, Fox, and ABC. So I, I think it's going to be uh, going to be really good. That's awesome, hey coach. And by the way, we have a mutual friend, as you know, good old Jr. Jim Ross, and I and, know it. I know, man, and, and he's always spoken so highly of you all the time and all the years I've worked with Jr. in WWE. So, oh, I feel like I know you because he's always talked about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt, Jr.'s been a great friend forever, and uh, since I arrived at Oklahoma, and uh, bump into him here and there, or we intentionally meet up once in a while. So uh, I yeah. knew. I knew you would know him well. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Well, it's great great to have you on here. Yeah, Coach, we appreciate the time. Best of luck with the XFL. Great book, no excuses. Wherever books are sold, go check it out. Uh, the legendary Oklahoma coach for 18 years, Bob Stoops. Hey, Coach, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Hey, guys, so uh, good morning to you, and thanks for having me on. Have a good day. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 